Bam! That's what he did to him on there. So we heard around the gunshot, heard around the world. Man, it was straight up violence up in Seattle. Up, and I didn't know they would get down like that. I thought it was a swing of the finger wag. Now nah, he was bang, bang, bang. It was like an old western. It's just I don't even know how I react to it. Like I don't know if somebody was doing that to me. I have to take a bitch out. I don't know. Hey guys, what's up? You know who it is, your boy JS7, and you know where we're at. We're at the Rerun Show, baby, round 11 from Seattle, Washington. Washington, folks, not up in D.C., the Washington that's far, far, far on the West Coast, close to Alaska or Canada, somewhere over there. Excuse me, what the f- did you just say? Seattle, Washington, the home of the 12th man. Anyways, you know what time it is. We're going to have to get down, break down. The champ is back. Like that old song, the champ is here. The champ showed up this weekend. You had Cooper Webb and you had Chase doing what he did. So you know what we got to do. Let's get into it. So every time you go up in the Northwest Seattle, there's always a chance of rain. Um, it's every year, I think out of half the times I raced, it was raining there. And the one good thing about that place is that if it does rain, there's a lot of rocks and stuff. And with that soil up there. It's not like Washugal. Like Washugal is like a super hard, slippery, um, like really shiny. Um, and it's in, it's in Washington. But this, this place has like a loose dirt. So if it does rain and with the rocks, it's a mud race, but it's not too bad. And so when you look at, look at the soil, I guess it has been raining there. But Seattle is, is like almost like a soft, rutted track. Not like Indy, where like Indy gets the gnarly ruts, and Seattle gets gnarly ruts as well, but it this one breaks away. So if all the rut tracks, I don't mind this. Actually, Seattle is one of my favorite places to go to because the crowd was great, the way that stadium, and it's a cool place to be up. You look at the mountains right there. It's a cool city. So the track looked pretty good. It looked like a normal Seattle um, to me, and it broke down like a normal Seattle. So shout out to Dirtworks. This was a fan-built track, which was pretty cool. I remember back in, I think it was 2008, where we all the riders got to choose and build the track. I was out, so I chose a track that was going to suit me, and I was out hurt. But shout out to them and Feld for uh, allowing the fans to get on there and build the racetrack because it was fans on track. So overall, Seattle was Seattle, the track was the track, and the racing was good as it always is. So so this weekend, the champ, it was a big weekend for him. You know, last few weekends, he's been struggling, even though he won Daytona and he got third place last weekend. It was just, it was off. You know, we go back the last few races, starting with Tampa, you know, he had that fifth place. Okay, the track wasn't that good. It was slippery. All right, I don't want to hit the ground. It was the first race we were like, oh, all right, what's up? Then he comes back, he wins Oakland, and then... Then we get to like Daytona and then even Daytona, he looked like he did this practice, like where it was like, look, it's something's off. Something's off with this the rim section. just didn't look like E.T. And he struggled all day long, but he ends up making it happen. And I feel like from that point on, Eli, this last ever since he's been on Star Racing, like when he has to do something, they figure out a way. Between him and Star, they figure out a bike setup. They figure out like, okay, look, we just gonna have mind control, whatever this takes, we're gonna have to get it done, aka Daytona, this weekend. Because again, he was struggling in practice. 
Like, no, no. He was struggling. That second practice, he was off. He was off. And the cool part was he was so frustrated what was going on with that second practice. He actually goes, when you go through the sand section, go across the start, he was tried to do a fast lap, got frustrated and slowed down. And then he goes across the start and he goes roll and then table over single. And he finds another line that's through the rhythm section. One, he does that because... You know, one, he's frustrated, but two, it puts you on the opposite of everybody else to where, where the ruts, you're jumping over the ruts where everybody else is in the, the in there. And that's kind of where he was struggling in the, the all day long was in those bigger rhythm sections. Um, he just didn't, he didn't look comfortable. The bike didn't look that good. So because he was frustrated in practice, he finds that new line. And ultimately that's what he uses in the race. It was slower in the beginning, but it, what it was, it was safe. But as I was saying, I feel like e, E.T., Ever since he's been on that star, he uses like his experience when things are down, um, you know, the bike ain't working good. Oh, he hasn't been fast. He's had a couple of off weekends. He knew this weekend he could not let the finger wad Mr. Cooper Matumbo Webb winging fingers at everybody else, you know, nah, 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 nah. He couldn't get a finger waved at him. And when that main event came up, it was looking a little suspect on there. He got... He started, he was up front, and then he started, like, he was in third place, kind of right behind Chase. And then AC got him, K-Rock got him, the German chocolate, even um, Webb got him. And then so, after all the last few weekends, in a way, I mean, he rode, he rode all right in the heat race. He was just kind of like a third place, but you could tell, like, he rode a little bit better. But they start hitting the champ. Like, it was like he was in there, and I think people... You smell that, the champ? Like, you can smell a little something's going up in the air. And so, when just like you see Roxon out there, because of that victory last weekend, he just got a little bit more punch to him. You know, he doesn't roll over. He fights a little bit. That's because he just won a race. So, you just feel like you think you still can. Well, they see the thing with Eli. And just like Cooper gave the wag to um, Chase, you know, those guys with Cincinnati with Eli. And I think people start jumping over him. But what he does is... He, he relies on when everything's down and when other guys, I think, falter and if they go down or the speed ain't right, you know, they, it's like they lose confidence. Like Eli still believes. And I think that's the for one. Damn, he won all these goddamn races. So it's easy to believe when you win all these things. But I think he has faith in himself, the team, little Johnny, old lady, whatever it is. He, he finds a place where he still continues to, to fight when he has to on there when he has to and that's why i said on the opposite end of that i mean that's why he goes and get an, an eighth like because he ain't hitting the ground like he ain't gonna do that on there but he believes like when it's time to get it done he still can just like this weekend because look let's say i mean that track was a cooper web track right it was just, it was gritty gritty dirty cooper's got the red plate cooper's waving like fingers like no 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 he's like a, a uh airport marshal out there with them things like Cooper just passed him. Eli's going backwards. But yet, Eli figures out a way to just win on there. When it when the chips are down, he just figures out a way to win. And I think that's just, that, that says a lot. And I believe, again, that's why you can get in eighth place. But just like outdoors last year, just like every time in the Supercross, Chase two, three, four, eight seconds faster than him when he, he knows what he has to do. And this weekend was a pivotal point. Like he knew he had to stop the web wagon. And, um, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, Chase was doing what Chase does. And he knows Chase on, Chase don't crash. Chase probably going to beat him. But for him, 
Chase be another one bites the dust, you know, whatever. Like he has his moments and, and, and relying on that part. So at the end of the day, Eli did what he had to do. He got victory number 50. 50 people, 50. Thank God he did me a favor. He went ahead and did it before I showed up on there. But, you know, you just got to give it Eli, his whole team, because they find that belief to get it done when it counts. And this weekend he needed to get it done because they were hitting the champ. The champ said he ain't having that, and he just he won. You saw how mad Cooper was. That boy was hot. You see that old lady? She was trying to give him, like, some water on there. You saw him trying to get that water. Like, he said, I ain't drinking I'm so pissed off. I'm burning up. I don't want nothing, nothing. Even Ricky kind of laughed like, damn, that boy hot right there. So, but, you know, Cooper's fine. They double red plate going to the next one. So anyway, that was all because E.T. just showed up and beat that ass on there. And they thought they had him, but champ ain't going away that easy. Just like Daytona, when he's in a situation where he has to show up and he has to figure out a way to do it, he's not afraid to change. And so just like the rhythm section going down to start, he did the same thing in the whoops. Like I believe he, he didn't look that comfortable in the whoops, even just jumping in the whoops. One, I think it was just more just like those rhythm sections, like just uncomfortable. Um, he started going outside and what he was doing was keeping that bike straight up and down. And his bike worked really well, like when he can basically sit back and put some weight on it and dude was hauling through the whoops. Like he was going so fast. So I think all that was because all day long he was struggling on there. He found another rhythm down the the first um, rhythm section and then the whoop section, like he figured out like, look, I might not be as fast everywhere else because I'm going to make sure I'm in these jumps. I'm make sure I get through these triples, these gnarly ruts. I got to pick up speed and gain time somewhere else where it was the best place. And that was a whoops for him. And so he was jumping in that berm. And I actually never really seen this. Um, and this is, I don't know if it was just, just the, the fan came up with this. But if you notice, a lot of those corners had like a little roller into like they were able to jump into the 90s, which allowed them to almost, the 90s were kind of like bowl corners. So normally on 90s, you really can't get like a, you know, actually a good run out of them like you can on a uh, a 180. You know, a bull corner, you get in there, you can cut down, you can get a run out of them. In 90s, you really can't. But this weekend, with the with being able to jump in there, they were almost set up like bull corners. So Eli, when he went across that start, he jumped in that little, um, that 90, and he was able to, when he jumps in, he can get a run and actually cut back out and go back down the inside in the whoops. And then it was like he just had so much more momentum through it. It was faster to go in inside. You were leaving that corner open, but what he was doing is like the momentum he can get from that 90 um, compared to normal, he was actually using it like a 180 and getting so much speed. And then you get through this whoop section and with that much speed, then you can scrub the triple because you got that much more speed than everybody else. So the time he was losing in the beginning, he was gaining that all the way through and it had so much speed throughout the whole section that it was so much faster. And, um, I think, again, he was doing that because the time he was maybe losing in through the rhythm section because he wanted to be safe and make sure it was good. He was gaining that. And that's what I said. Like, he's not afraid to change on there. And this tonight, instead of just getting that eighth place, being uncomfortable, people are jumping all up on them. He decided to change because he knew he had to stop something that was happening. And so shout out to him for doing that. And that's why when everything's down, like you, it's not surprising to do wins. I never once said Eli can't win or he won't win. 
there's a difference between being, seeing somebody who's just off and all that and pointing out the struggles, but not shocked that they still come out and win. That's an ET on there compared to when you see somebody struggle. You'd be like, ah, there ain't no way they can win. There ain't no way because they don't got no chance. Well, I think that's the belief in himself, and he's won all these races, and that's what the champ does. So that's why Cooper was hot. That boy was hot when he saw that. He was like, dude, he thought he had it. It was my track. I was up in the West Coast. We had him knocked. I missed this rhythm section. Eli got back to me. What the hell? Whatever. Chase him. He went down again, but Cooper was sitting there. He couldn't even drink water, people. You know, he just ride 20 minutes. That track went easy. He was too hot to be. He didn't want nothing. Let me chill. Want some water? Hell no. You want no Happy Gilmore, no uh, water boy over here. And that's what I call high quality a tool. You know why E.T. overjumped that finish line right there when Roxon passes him? It's because just like those rhythm sections, remember last weekend we were talking about how like in the rhythm he would land and it would be like a little wiggle on there. So when he passes Roxon and he goes out to finish line on there, he charges into that thing. And just like the rhythm section, like his bike just looks a little unstable when it's loaded up on there. And so he's not able to actually like scrub all his speed off because he doesn't want to like load that thing up and it tucks on him. So he just airmails the finish line. And then that's when Roxon lands, do a little chocolate slide on there and then shoots back on the inside. But that was all caused because Eli had that speed in there. And I think years past, he would able to slow himself down. But this year he's like, ah, the bike ain't feeling that good. So he's just shoots it out. And he has some weird like, front end high jumps and i think that's all because again they haven't fixed the problem but they fixed it enough to where he knows the problem and he just said like i ain't gonna take the chance here i'm just make it up where my bike is really good at and so i just a little tidbit and why he was doing that because german chocolate had a little fight in him this weekend and he had a little fight because you know the dude just won a couple weeks ago and i believe with him this track was kind of like an indie to where it was like you can only go so fast on there. Like it was rutted. It was technical. Uh, the difference between Indy and this one was that this track broke down to a certain point And then like that was it. Like where Indy, the ruts, they felt like they were forever and they were hard. So Indy, there was like it just only got worse and worse. Then there was no give. Here, there was a little bit more give. So you can go a little bit faster. You can charge on a little bit more stuff. And I think that was the difference why Roxon ran up front. Because it was like Indy, but then those guys were still able to like push. They could just go that tad bit faster. And I don't think Roxon's to that point yet. But either way, I mean, he was up there. And just like AC, he just had a little bit more spunk to him this weekend. That's all because the German chocolate just had got hot. And so it was just cool to watch that. Um, and that's what Ken does. But the champ still did what he had to do. The night started off with a big bang in the heat race. Like you had Chase, that, that, that heat race was stacked. Chase, Eli, and Cooper. Now, I didn't know. I guess Cooper, um, Chase hasn't been beaten in the heat race, you know, at least by Cooper or whatnot. It's all year long. So at the end of the race, like, you know, Chase catches him. You know, he's doing his thing on there. Looks pretty good, you know. Um, making time up in the rhythm sections. You know, one of the things Chase does well is like he stands up in the rhythm section. And if you pay attention when he's behind Cooper, it's not faster anywhere else around the racetrack except for like when you cross where Chase ends up falling at. He's faster right there and he's faster in that next section. And all he does is like he's, again, just what we talked about in the past, he's moving forward rather than up. And if you look at some of the sections, like you go through there where he falls, 
goes through that rhythm section, and then the next one right before you cross back, cross the straight, come out that 180, and then there's a triple, and there's guys who are going table over single, roll inside. And if you look at Cooper, Cooper comes out that corner, and he sits down, he seat bounce. He goes up, and then he goes table over single. And if you watch Chase right behind him, he comes out that corner, and he's just standing up. And so Cooper has to settle down, seat bounce, go up. Chase just stands up and moves forward. And just like Eli knows whoops, it's it's not just the speed that he gains, the time that he gains right there. It's just what he's able to do through the rest of it. And that rhythm section was short. So he would only really gain that time from the exit of that corner over that first jump because then you have to slow down to a certain point to the next one. But he was also doing that same thing after you crossed across the, um, the straight, the start straight. And he was going the same thing. Cooper had to settle stand up, seat bounce, and get into that. And Eli was doing it as well. Well, Eli started going inside, rolling, um, but he was doing that. And Chase takes those chances um, to to make his time up right there. And so it's obviously faster, but then you have some weird moments. And, you know, it's, it's I, I wouldn't say it's sketchy because um, Chase has always been, he's always done that. So I wouldn't say that's why he falls, but it is a, it is a place to on the tracks. He makes time up on there and so if i'm these guys i pay attention to it but back to my point is the heat race right chase catches him cooper jumps finish line he does a finger wag swag finger swag whatever you want to call it and he does a wave whatever cole's doing this behind the camera he's whatever 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 and he's I doing want, the same thing i want i want you to see the slope because i saw the slow-mo slow-mo it's it's a gun oh he shot him yeah he took el hombre's gun watch he went bang, bang. Hang on. They're going to f- show a front angle right after this. I don't think he was. Watch. Bam. Damn. That was even worse than this way. He shot him. Yeah. Dang. Okay. So El Hombre is Cooper. Cooper's in El Hombre's body because El Hombre used to be shooting people. Now Cooper is like, bang. He don't pour it, Cole. Bam. That's what he did to him on there. So we heard around the gunshot, heard around the world. Man, it was straight up violence up in Seattle. Up and I didn't know they would get down like that. I thought it was a, swing of, a finger wag. No, he was bang, bang, bang. He was like an old Western. Well, I did say Cooper was an old school, like, I ain't know he was an old school gangster back in like American gangster or whatnot. But anyway, after he shot Chase in the heat race, Chase got, you know, revitalated, whatever he did. But maybe he still was wounded. And then he was out there riding. And since Cooper shot him in the heat race, he just ran out of energy, just fell over going down to start straight. I don't know. It's I remember one of the reasons I retired because I couldn't even I was falling going straight. That ain't cool. So anyways, after Cooper shot him during the heat race, um, you know, you, you just kind of had a feeling that something was about to pop off. It was my point. Then he goes in a press conference and he goes like, oh, I was saying that because like, you know, maybe he can get in his head. You know, it, basically he was going back to what Cooper was doing. It uh, felt good. I hadn't won a heat race all year and uh, Chase is good in him. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a cool deal. And, um, you know, it was one of those things to maybe make him get out of out of whack and lose focus and. Seems like it maybe worked. And remember I said a few weeks ago, I was like, just look at his face, people. Look at his face. He was happy to get those two podiums in there. It was like, I'm happy, like good kid. Like, hey, give me some candy. Then he was like, when he wasn't doing that, and then when he got that second, he was like, he was mad that you gave him the same piece of candy on there that he get the first time. He was like, on there, he wanted more. He wanted the bag. You don't reach in there and take the candy out. Give me the damn bag. 
And when I saw him wanting the bag, I was like, oh, all right, this dude's starting to believe. And you saw his face change until when he won. It was that little smirk. And then so when he shot Chase in the heat race on there, like I was like, all right, that's kind of the Cooper Webb that I said those guys are kind of afraid of. Like they don't want that. The Ken Roxon, look, you see that red plate? Oh, it looks nice. It ain't going to be on your bike like this. It's going to be on mine because I'm about to take it. And he took it. And so he has the red plate. And all those little things is what makes Cooper Cooper. And I think for those guys, it's, I would say Eli is a little different. I don't think uh, Cooper would have shot Eli like that because Eli is, he's got experience. He's won these things. Chase is still trying to find that belief. And when you can see things in people, and just like I talked about perception, people, you might get here tired of me saying it, but perception is reality. And I said what happened in Houston was a, it was going to hurt Chase. It was going to be a big thing. It's not only what he believes, but what those guys believe. And I believe since Houston, now people get nail on gun. They ain't afraid to shoot them, you know. So um, at the end of the day, that's what makes Cooper Cooper again. And he says in the press conference, like, yeah, I did it because, you know, I was feeling I was feeling funky. You know, I was feeling good. And, you know, I wanted to get in his head and he he believes partially. That's why he fell. Now, who knows why he fell? I could say a different reason or I could say it was that reason. But Cooper believes because he did that. He fell. And maybe Chase believes that Man, he shot me and I'm wounded and I fell. Who knows? But I just think it's all the perception of what people think. And again, um, it's just I don't even know how I react. It. Like, I don't know if somebody was doing that to me. I have to take a bitch out. I don't know. Cooper, you're my boy. I love it. I love it. But I don't even know how JS we react. I don't know. Maybe I'll get shot and just fall out and be like, ah, dead. I don't know. But I just feel like I probably wouldn't do that. I probably just kill both of us. Because, like, look, you're going to shoot me. I'm going to hit you back. We just broken down tonight. And I think Cooper would respect that. You know, like, I don't think he'd be mad at it. But whatever it is, Again, I don't think he would have done that to Eli because Eli's just he's a seasoned vet and Eli has his moments. But I do believe the reason Cooper was feeling well and the reason Cooper was so mad after the heat race, after the main event, was because I think after what's been going on with Eli and the fact that they jumped all over him, I think he thought he had Eli. He was in the heat race. He wasn't there. Like, he was there, but he wasn't there. And I think he was worried about Chase tonight. So that's why he was really going after him. And I think in the main event, it was a Cooper Webb kind of track. Nice, gritty, dirty on that. And I think he thought he was going to get him. But the champ figured out other lines and figured it out. And where he was really good at was where Cooper talked about it in the press conference was the whoops. What Eli was doing, he was going outside and slingshotting. And Cooper ain't afraid to change. Cooper went outside and he saw the slingshot. But what Cooper didn't see was Eli was slingshotting and going back across the whoops. So he was going back in the angle, going so outside, inside, crossing back and getting on the inside of that triple where Cooper was slingshotting and then going down the right side of those whoops. And they were big. And you saw he almost went off the track one time. And it wasn't that Cooper wasn't trying to change and follow Eli's line. He couldn't see Eli cross back um, across that part because Eli was just far enough ahead of him where he can see him going outside, but he couldn't see what he did afterwards because he's got looked down in the whoops. Eli's already gone. So Cooper tried changing and then, you know, he made a few mistakes. So he thought inside was the best way. And really it was right there in that whoop section where he basically lost the race on there. Like Eli was making that much time up. Cooper would catch him everywhere else, but Eli would make it back up right there. And when Cooper tried doing it, 
it wasn't faster for him. And so that's why he was like there and he just kept staying there. And ultimately, Eli did what he had to do, but Cooper was trying to change. But after that, like it was just frustrating for him. And that's why he was so mad. But you know what? They're going in Glendale, a couple weeks, red plate. And you know, who knows? Cooper might shoot Eli this next weekend or a couple weekends. Who knows? Now with Chase and after the whole finger shot, gun shot, and Cooper said, like, it possibly could have, like, he might think that's the reason he crashed. You know, I don't know. I don't, I believe, like, whatever that happened between the heat race, you know, with Chase. And I, I think, like, I don't know if the crash was directly related to the gunshot, per se. I don't think, um, there's so much stuff that happens in the race that I don't think Chase crashed because he was thinking like he just did that over his race um in the heat race i think maybe chase crashed because of like cooper got him second you know and then maybe he knows like how strong cooper is or whatnot it's like that's the only way i feel like those two can correlate like i'm gonna crash because that other guy like that means you have to start thinking that that guy got in second and that guy's gonna do something that he's been doing to me and it makes you ride like differently i feel like when cooper beat roxon in those championships it wasn't because like Rox, uh, Cooper was faster. It was because Roxon was getting caught at the end of the race. So Roxon would run away. But no matter how many times, how far he would be off, Cooper was in second. He just always thought like, well, he did it to me a couple weeks ago. And it was like Cooper had that belief that like, I don't care how far he goes. Like he knows I'm going to catch him at the end of the race. I think that's why Cooper shot Chase on there. He just that's what he means when he says, I want to get in his head on there. He wants Chase thinking about him. I don't necessarily believe that's the reason he crashed because of that. I just think if if it has something to do with Cooper, it was because he got in the second or whatever, and maybe Chase started pushing because he wanted to get away or whatnot, and he went down. I think Chase fell because Chase went a little too wide. He got in that loose stuff. He front end washed out, then his front end hooked up, and then just because of everything else, he went, <laughs> and he flipped over. That's why he fell. But I also believe, like, Chase is, I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird situation. And, like, I, I, I break stuff down. And I said, like, okay, the whoop crash at Tampa. I believe this is why. You know, or, like, you get folded up by the laundromat. I believe this is why. On there, though, um, Oakland, lands off the finish line, slides out. Like, he's going to first base. This is why. But this one, it's like, Bro, like, I mean, I can only break down so much stuff. And I actually, Chase, I was actually in that situation. Bro, I started falling, going down straights, like on the flattest part of the racetrack. And it, I was in my own head, like, at that point. Like, when you start falling like this, you're like, bro, I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. And I feel like with Chase, like, it's got to be mentally defeating. Because he just won last weekend, right? I mean, I know he jumped on the Red Cross. I know technically he cheated on there and AMA said that's seven points worthy. I don't know. Cooper said, look, I know he cheated. Finger wag. He was Cooper been waving, waving fingers to everybody. He's been shooting everybody. He shot Ian last weekend to go up there and tell AMA to run. But I, I it's like you you just never get a sense of like everything's like calm. And I just feel like with Chase, it's almost like he's going the other way. Like when you started the season, I felt more like confident in him and his rotting and just the way he looked in the beginning part of the season. And then of course, like for him, like I used fall this many times, this many ways. Um, 
it just gets difficult. And I said last weekend that I don't know if that win is the like the part that fixes it. You know, like I don't think the way he won last weekend, it was like it really fixed anything because he wasn't put in the same situation that he was in previous and you got through it. Last weekend was a different type of win on there. Like, yeah, he passed Cooper. He passed Cooper. He passed Eli like a few times this year. But he wasn't like gone out front and like winning on there. He didn't he didn't put himself on Aaron Plessinger and then not do what Aaron did last weekend or not do what he did this weekend. And so this weekend when he was out front, it just felt like it was the same thing. And like you heard it in the announcer's voice, they were like, all right, like he like, let's take a look at this one. That's how it was. And again, I'm not like picking on him on there because I actually like, damn, like I know what that feels like. And I see his rotting and I see a person that's just unsure when, like the old song says, I'm just unsure when another one's going to bite the dust. Ow! I don't know why I did that. People, I just felt like I had to do that. You're just unsure when things going to happen on there. And it's, it's tough to be in that position. So, you know, um, you know, I think, again, when they all sense that, and I go back to the whole thing. We're going to go back a long ways. Houston people, Houston, go back, watch the rewind. I said that was going to be a big moment for Chase. Why? It's not what he thinks. It's what everybody else thinks. That's why he got shot in the heat race on there. That's why those guys will do that stuff because they feel like ever since then, we got him. And I know for insight, they feel like they got him. They told me after that race, they felt like, He's vulnerable on there. And just what they was doing to Eli and they were jumping on him. The difference is Eli was like experienced, whatever, changing his lines, figuring out how to do it. Eli stopped that because he didn't want to get shot next weekend. He didn't want to have them threaten the kids because they were going to threaten the kids on there. So Eli stepped up and got it done. And so for all that, Cooper was pissed off. He didn't want no water. He was shooting people. Chase got shot. He looked like he got shot the way he fell over. And they got the wind like he came up. Yeah, but loose front on there. And he was down on there. And it was frustrating to him. But ultimately, look, he was struggling all day long. He's been struggling the last few weeks. And I know he won Daytona, people. I know he won Daytona. He won Daytona, but it, it was like a different one on there. He broke Ricky's record that, that day on there. We talked about it. I was like, oh, congratulations. Just make sure you do me in for you have to see me and I have to ask you that question. And by the way, it was beautiful, beautiful, 50, beautiful. But he's been struggling, people. Then the next weekend after he wins, he goes and gets eighth. Not because he fell. I think he might have like had a little mistake, but he was getting eighth on there. Like he just straight got beat. On that. Then next weekend, he comes up, and he's, like, battling, battling. AP's gone. AP's gone. Then he hears the crowd. He's like, damn, is that Chase again? No, no, it's AP. That was like a JS. Is JS back on the KTM? He was gone, Then he was on the ground on there. And he gets third, right? Bike struggling. Comes up first practice Seattle. I'm going to show out on there. Fast, fast. Chase got overall fast, but whatever. Like, that's what he does. But I'm back. I'm back. Second practice, he didn't know what the hell was going on. He was casing, jumping, trying to front end high. He started rolling. Boom, he figures out a line on there. And then the main event comes, he's up there, they start. And he was like, hey, 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 I ain't having this. You know who I am? I know my red play, it ain't red, but I got number one. And last time I won, like, it was last time I won, I won all these things. I won everything last year. I won both these titles. Y'all don't do me like that. 
You don't do me like that because you know what? It's been a while since I had one of these. And it's been time. I'm tired of JS saying, like, what's going on with ET, man? What's going on? I don't know. I'm ET and I don't even know what's going on. So we went back, back to the future. And back what we had was back because we wanted to get what? Hit it for him. Next on fire. I know that was a little off people, but it was just like that. It was kind of like ET. It was off all day, but he still got neck burn when he counted, and he knew he got something that was special, people. Like, it ain't like a regular neck burn. It's the 50th neck burn. He hasn't had 50 on his show. He has a lot, but ET knew he needed to get a neck burn for a bunch of different reasons. He needed to get a neck burn because, hey, you know, getting a little light on there, getting a little light. He needed to get a little darker for JF, but he also knew the webs. I see him. He's bringing violence to this thing. He's threatening. He already shot one. We saw him go down. He can't be threatening me. So E.T. knew he had to get on the web wagon, just like the train back in the Western. Like, hey, that's what they used to do. They used to rob trains and stuff. Maybe that's the web wagon. I don't know. E.T., congratulations from number 50. 50, you tied JS? You tied me. You're going to hopefully, like, go ahead and do it. Like, are you going to get another one? You got to wait. A week before you get it, but congratulations from here. Bubba's World seems like every time you win, you're breaking records. Next time you win, you'll be breaking a record. So, congratulations. Welcome to the 50 Club, son. Hit it for him, Cole. Suntan, next on fire. I know whose neck was on fire. It was Cooper Webbs. Boy, that boy was hot. Coop, real good. Coop, you real good. You needed to, like, come out that corner and go back to the inside. You're standing on the outside. You're getting on the brain. I know you're getting mad. Whoever's trying to get that water, a lady, she lucky and she didn't get hit on the lady. She, the water body was like this. He wasn't having it. I got to give one shout out to my boy, Bam Bam. On there, he's a changed man. But one thing that hasn't changed is he'd be making podiums. He's always a threat for front end or is always a threat for a win. This weekend, birthday boy, he looked good. Like he's been looking like he has every weekend. And it's weird when they watch him. That dude be coming on hot at the end of the race. It's like if you rise like that in the beginning part, he just run away from them cats. Like he, sh- he, he should have got Roxon. I-, I can almost count like maybe three, four races that I could have said, damn, Bam Bam could have won on there. I think maybe he had a chance at Daytona on there before Chase was looking at that front end. Chase was going here, you know, but Barsha changed man, you know, whatnot. Barsha changed man. He didn't go up for killing Ken Roxon. He let the German chocolate get one, or I wouldn't say let him, but he didn't kill him on there. And this weekend, he looked good. He looked good. I thought maybe he was going to take out Cooper on there. Well, maybe he would have. Cooper would have been in his way. But bam, happy birthday from Bubba's World. I guess your birthday was Saturday or one of those days. I don't even know how old you are. I'll, you're old enough to get a podium. Cole is holding up 3 1. What, what was that? What? He's 14? Wait, no, that went. What? You went like. Yeah, why would I get 14? It's you know? backwards to you. Yeah, it's backwards. You're 31? That's all you are? That's it? And my hair's flicking up? Yeah. Anyway, happy birthday, and we'll be right back. You know what time it is? Stews and stews, and I got to fix my hair. Happy birthday, Justin, third. Bam! I was going to do that, but you already did it. We'll be right back, people. What's up guys, it's your boy James Stewart. You see this shirt I got on? 
Now, I know we all have family. We all be coming out here. Everyone wants to be a part of Bubba's world. I want to be a part of it. Well, if you want to, make sure you click on this link because you can get this shirt. At least you can get this far. We got a bunch of things coming in the future, some exciting things. And I know you send in your videos. Maybe you can end up on the show that way. But if not, always make sure you get this pretty shirt, black and white, and some more coming soon. Click this link right here. Go get yours. All right, people, you know what time it is. My favorite time, your favorite time. Stew and stew. Now, this weekend, it's easy. It's easy. And I know I retracted what I said last week. I know I went back to default win. But technically, that was like a weird win. Like you won, but you got like a fifth place or third, fourth place points, whatever it was. Last weekend with Chase Sexton. But this weekend, I'm going back. Going back on my word that I went back on is there there's no more defaults. And this definitely wasn't default. Actually, this might be the most default is default. Because when you look at winning, you think of like Eli Tomac. And like when you think of default, you just think of like something that's just standard. Like it's just default. Default photo. Default way to go. Like you know, default. I think of Eli Tomac. So as I said, there's no more default. Well, he's technically the definition of a default. And that's just winning, people. That's just winning when all in doubt, when everybody thinks the champ's down. And when the champ just gets eighth place and you're just like, what the hell's going on? You people were freaking out when he got fifth. Said that was all right. That was still like default. He come back and win again. Just like, damn, all right. I felt like the champ needed to do something. What he did, he went back to what he does. He defaulted back into a win. And it was a big win for a lot of different reasons. One, he joins the 50 Club up there. Congratulations again. That's all. That's another one on there. That's a stew for that. But it was a stupendous performance and a stupendous default. Mr. Eli Tomat, you got to hit him for again, Cole. Suntan, next on fire. I just feel like I went back on all my words, people, with default, no default. But this, again, this guy's definition of a default, and he's the only stew this week. Now, I know Cooper could be a stew. Chase could be a stew. He was fast, and then he fell, you know, Jet, RJ, whatever. My hands in the camera language, it could be a stew. They work a lot, but only one default, and he's a default stew. Eli, congratulations from Bubba's World and me. Welcome to the 50 Club. All right, next list is Stu. Pissed off. Pissed off because you like what? Pissed off because you out front and then you fell. Pissed off? No, because you got shot. Pissed off because you shot the guy. He was winning and then you end up getting passed by somebody that you didn't even expect to be there. That almost sounds like confused to me. I actually think it's going to be confused. Not Stu. Confused. So my first one, and he's been on this list a few times, Chase Sexton. Now, I'm going to make this real quick, people. He fell this way. He fell that way. But damn, when you fall going straight, that's confusing. And JS knows what confusing is. I fell going down Unadilla, going down to start straight. I woke up in the hospital. Hell, yeah, I was confused. One, I was confused because I got knocked up. I didn't even remember. They had to tell me, nah, bro, what, like, where did I crash? Did I jump on Ricky again? What, did I, did I end up getting cross-rutted? They were like, nah, bro, you went past the mechanics area down to start straight, and you fell. I was confused. Like, wait, no, 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 no. You got to have a bigger crash than that. No, don't be telling me that. I thought they were lying to me. I can't fall. So Chase Sexton, you're like, God dang it, man. I went out. I know I was, I was arcing this corner over there. Who put that mud right there? And then I went, ah, look, dude. So I was confused on there. We were all confused. You saw Ricky. He was trying to like waiting for the replay. And he was like, all right, you know, this, this is what's happened. This was what? 
that like that we were waiting for like a big moment and it was just like dang so chase i'm with you bro we confused on that so you on this list again and the next person cooper Webb. <sighs> now bro he still got the red plate and like he was still like doing what Cooper was. Actually, in fact, he took it up a notch. He was confusing. Like he was like, I thought he was finger wagging. Nah, he was bang, 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 bang. He was doing all that. And I'm sure probably Cole probably gonna hit one of these bangs for him. Bam! And he's gonna do that one. And so Cooper was shooting Chase, but what he realized, he was shooting the wrong person. On that, E.T. was sitting back. Sneakiness. Just sneaky. He was like at eighth like a few weeks ago. Then he got like third. But he was like silent. Then he saw people, they jumped him. They jumped him. And he like, Cooper passed him, then, you know, he got past Cooper again. But Cooper's like, right, that was my mistake. I'll get you. I'll wear you down on there. And then Cooper, he was like, whoa, whoa, did this dude go, like, roll? Like, did he roll that first jump? Oh, I got him. I got him. And Champ was like, nah, nah, just born, born, jump through that. So Cooper was like, wow, well, I don't know, inside in these whoops? Da, 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 no, outside in these whoops? Ah, 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 what the hell's going on? So he was confused. Not confused because he got second. Not confused because Eli won. He was confused because Eli won. Wait. That's kind of, that doesn't really make sense. That's confusing, right? It wasn't confusing that he, he wasn't surprised that he won. It was the fact that he won when he did on there because he was like wailing it back. So I took that confusing sentence and made sense of it. And when he was getting that water and he was sitting there, well, he wasn't getting no water. She was trying to give it to him. She was trying to give him a towel. And he was sitting there thinking like, he was like, damn, I'm confused. And then it started making sense. It started making sense. It was like, you know what? This guy has won everything on there. And then he gets in the press conference and he started talking about Chase because that's the only thing that made sense in him. Like on there, he was like, well, I shot him. But next weekend, Eli, I know you got 50, but the web ain't gone. And you're going to get stuck. I know who the right person is. So, Cooper, you were confused for a little while, but you straight, bro. You straight. And ET knew, he knew what he had to do and he did it. So, Chase Sexton, ET, well, no, you weren't on this list. I was talking about you, so I just made a confusing list. But, ah, whatever. That was my list. Stu, confused, no confused. Eli told Matt, big 50, 50. It's like when you're getting it, you almost close to like, what's that? Senior citizen, what is it? You get Medicaid. Do you get Medicaid for winning 50 races or something? Maybe if you do, I haven't got it. I don't know. They just raised taxes, and I don't know where that came from. They just raised their, their percentage on houses. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know where I went, but you know what time it is, people. So we got a weekend off. So make sure y'all tune in to watch that Jeremy Grav podcast going on. I know where that came from. Y'all know how I do it. Just things just pop up. They just come up anyways. So we got you covered. But that was it from round 11 up in Seattle, Washington. Not D.C., but over there by Canada, Hawaii. I don't know. Anyways, just a lot of stuff going on, people. Um, that ain't it. That was kind of close. It's closer to Hawaii than I am. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, people, y'all have a happy holiday weekend off. I don't even think it's a holiday weekend, is it? Is it happy Easter? Is it Easter this time? April Fool's. Is it April Fool's? (laughs) April Fool's. Anyways, E.T., congratulations. Cooper, congratulations. Chase, yeah, man. Yeah, we with you, bro. Uh, we with you. And everybody else, have a happy holiday. It was round 11 from Washington State, Portland, Oregon, or somewhere up there in Idaho. But, man, I don't need it. anyways, I'll see y'all when I see you. Bye!